Kaboom! Yo and hello everybody, Mike and Ty. Hi. What's up? Dude, what you been doing? Man, surviving the heat. It's yeah. uh it's ridiculously hot in the northwest right now. You and I just got off a tops interview for Hobby Palooza. And I was I was sweating. Or yeah. <laughs> I was sweating. Is the AC running right now in your car? I had I had to go to the car because our, our AC's <laughs> out in the house and it just was uh it's it's rough, but I'm I'm excited to have this emergency call today with you because of all the breaking news in the hobby. You know, it seems like every week there's some huge piece of news happening. I mean, today's July 1st, which hey, guess what? PSA said we're going to be back on July 1st. Well, have you read the definition of what back means to them? <laughs> like, <laughs> so all the regular. I'm going to uh, share my screen so everybody that this is all on the PSA website, by the way. So if you want to go, if you don't believe me or you simply want to go read it yourself, they they came out with their you know monthly yada yada, but they're you know supposedly reopening July 1st. Well, no value service still, no economy service, no regular service. They did make Express now, uh, they reopened Express for $200 a card. And that's what they call reopening. What's your initial take on that? Well, Steve's email, right, where he gave some sort of context around that was to do that, we put in 200 bucks to regulate the incoming cards. And it's like, I, I don't, first off, I don't know if I believe that, but second it's like yeah you're what do you what do you, i'm looking at my submission still and they've caught up right and by caught up they mean they've they've like accepted them from the post office basically and i'm i mean i'm eight months into thousands of cards and multiple submissions and not one is through research and id process I'm thinking what the heck did we just wait seven months for right <laughs> <laughs> right and I, I just think it was, and I, here I am saying all this stuff wearing a PSA hat. Look, you can be, you can enjoy PSA cards and not enjoy the way they do business. I think those are two mutually exclusive things. And I think people criticize guys like me that still like buying PSA cards. Well, why are you, why are you still dealing with them? They're obvious liars. They're this, they're that. Well, again, they're, they're two different things to me. And so there's still, I think, millions and millions and millions of cards are still there waiting to be graded, right? I mean, there has to be. And at the pace they're going, there's one guy, his name's Retro Hoop Collectibles. He actually does a really great job of breaking down the weekly submissions. I don't know if you watch his stuff, Ty, or not, but he does He does a breakdown of how many cards PSA is grading every week. And like last week they did like 184,000. Well, if you have 10 million, if you had a 10 million backlog, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's literally a drop in the bucket. It's way more than they were grading before. And they're hiring all these people and that, you know, okay. Uh, they're not giving much color into what that really looks like. Right. Yeah. They're being very, um, tongue in cheek about how that process is actually happening. And they're, and they are doing more, no doubt, 
but it's not nearly enough to still catch them up in any reasonable amount of time. No, and it's fr- <coughs> excuse me, it's frustrating. You see the email, right? You see like hiring continuing at this rapid pace. Come to the national, and you can fill a job application. And I'm thinking, what I submitted in uh, September and October. And I, when I signed up to get these done, it was going to be done in June. Like that's right. That's the timeline there. And here we are in July. And I'm thinking you're doing all this stuff. You're talking about hiring all the efficiencies create you've created. And my, my cards, my experience has been like, it's far worse than I would have expected. And it's just, this is frustrating to see because you expected a lot of these things to be cleared up by now. Yeah. I have cards that I submitted in September and early October as well. They're, they're all in either stage three. I think one of the orders has moved to stage four, but that doesn't really, it's all moving at a snail's pace still. Yeah. And I, again, I don't think they're going to open everything up again until I'm my, my target has been all along the minute they announced this, I said, they're not going to really open things back up until late into first quarter, 2022. I, that's what I really, wow. and I still believe that. Tell me I that look more possible now. I, I think it's after the national. I think they wait till after the rush of the national and like early August, we start to see things open up again. Because here, here's the reality, man. Like the car markets cool off so much. I don't think they're going to like, they're not going to see the influx that you think that, that we all think. Right. There won't be a tsunami of cardboard heading to Southern <laughs> California. Sending thousands of base cards in to get graded, uh, especially when you're seeing gym rates so low right now, like people aren't going to do it. So I think they're going to have to get the kind of the, the game moving again. That's my take. And it, to me, it's also, yeah, you're hiring a bunch of people, but you're, and, and they've talked about, you know, opening up new offices in different locations and stuff like that. None of which I think has actually happened as far as anything I've read or seen. And, you know, if you want to keep everybody living in Southern California at those types of living rates and paying what you're paying, you're not going to attract talent. I mean, give me a break. You're, yeah. And even then, there's just how many people really want to do that for a living in Southern California. Now, if you had an office in Texas and an office in St. Louis or Florida or wherever, and you're doing all these things regionally, then I think you could see just massive expansion of their operations. But what yeah. gets diluted in that process, what part of that that quality that they are known for, I'll use quality in, a, in quotes, uh, how much of that gets lost by spreading out the opera? I don't know. I'm just, there's no good answer here, by the way, that to get this fixed, I don't think. And now we have the news also today that, Golden Auctions has been bought by Nat Turner and his consortium of rich people that have decided to buy Golden Auctions for some ungodly sum of money. I, I haven't seen the amount. I don't think it's been released yet what they bought it for. But what's your thoughts there? I don't like it. I just don't like it. The initial reaction to that, just it's, it just it feels stinky to me. Well, you got the front end where you can control the process and the back end where you can sell things in that process. I'm not saying anything shady is going on, right? There's, there's, there's no like inside information. I just don't like the feel of that, or they're kind yeah, of controlled in the same arm. The perceived conflict of interest, whether it's reality or not, 
the perception is because what let me back up for those of you out there that don't realize when an auction house let's say you're golden auctions and you go buy a collection of your grandfather that passed away and he had all these amazing 50s cards and whatnot and they go buy that collection guess where they're sending it they're sending it to psa yeah. most likely yeah. and whether we like it or not there is some preferential treatment shown to certain people that have long-standing relationships and do high volumes of cards that's any business you can't blame psa for that that's how business works period so i'm not here to cast blame on them for doing that but at the same time when it's the same guy hey we're golden auctions we just bought your collection and oh by the way the same owners own the place where we're going to send your cards to get graded how cool is that is your you know it just sounds very uh fishy maybe is it the best way to put it i think i what did i use the word earlier to you sketchy <laughs> i think sketchy yeah. is definitely a word you could use going uh that doesn't seem like that's okay uh yeah well the thing is like folks already kind of don't feel they don't feel like there's a lot of transparency in that world yeah and 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 that just i feel like it just clouds it even more now to where any situation that arises it's going to be an immediate like see told you told you this is going to happen you know when it, when a uh, when it, when a, a nice new i don't know what's a good what's a good card to, to reference but a, like a new gym mint of a vintage card pops up in golden auctions and and we haven't seen it before we're going to be like hmm i wonder how that got a gym <laughs> yeah that so, there's definitely some again is any of that happening we have no evidence we're not saying or yeah. accusing anyone of anything it's the perception of that and it's a dangerous very slippery slope in my opinion uh that they're that they're doing how can you put up even a chinese wall of delineation between those two businesses when they're so connected at the hip already auction houses and grading companies and it can be golden and psa or memory lane and sgc it doesn't yeah. you know whoever it is it doesn't it's always that hmm i wonder if they got better treatment than joe blow in you know redding iowa who sent in a few cards you know is there even a Reading, Iowa? I don't know. But my point is somebody that is out there, just a regular Joe, regular collector sending in their cards, we know that they are not getting the same level of service as an, a huge auction house that sends in thousands and thousands of cards at, at super high express. You know, they're paying more to get that, no doubt, to get that boutique level of service. Um, but at the same time, how do you make sure that everybody's staying on the up and up? I yeah, I, I would assume that's going to be addressed. I would hope that's going to be addressed really, really quickly. You know, how we're going to keep autonomy between the two business units um, and all that good stuff. But that that's going to be what I'm looking out for almost immediately. Yeah. Sh show me how you can be transparent, honest with everybody. Help us feel comfortable that you're not working the system and that everyone and, and because you're working the system we all become at a disadvantage because of it like that's the bigger issue i think you're kind of just alluding to like i i don't want to be 
I don't want to be because they're Jimmy more on this side. We get less gyms over here. Like that, that's what can't happen. Right. That just can't happen. Right. Or there's a, there's a bigger backlog because we accumulated a bunch of cards here and they're being moved to the front of the line. And so we continue to be pushed back. It's like that, that there needs to be a very clear like line of communication about how those two are working together. Time will tell. Time Time will tell. You know what though? I, I, that shirt, man, really brings out your eyes. <laughs> I have blue eyes. Uh, hey, patriotic, July 4th. I like it. Blue and red. That's right. Yep. Yeah. All going beard. together. You look like a, like a walking American flag. <laughs> uh, all right. Go get, go get in some air conditioning. Uh, hey, guys, write down below what you think about all this. If you have an opinion, express it. We'd love to hear it. And, express uh, yeah. 200 bucks 200 dollars. sorry no not express the, your cards express oh. your opinion those are I, I see how that can be confusing to you ty but hey uh hey thanks for jumping on here man i i think this is good we love to cover hobby stuff here on bench clear and this is definitely hobby stuff that's going on so i think so hey by the way we have a lot of good stuff coming up with hobby palooza next week we have our one year anniversary episode and you and I are going to be killing it at the national this year. So I'm excited about all of those things. It's going to be a crazy month, man. We got a lot going on. So yeah, we do. <laughs> Looking yeah, forward to enjoying it with you. Friday night. We're going to have a, a special premiere of some content that we're shooting and we're recording over the next week with, uh, bunch of different people including ty and i kicking it off that'll be a premiere next friday and then all the live streams start saturday morning so the hobbypalooza.com is the website the hobbypalooza.com hopefully ty will get that working sometime soon i'm hoping what do you think ty when can we count on that well the site's working but the whole (laughs) schedule the whole schedule will be up there hopefully by uh hopefully by tomorrow Tomorrow, today's yeah, Thursday, we'll right? By end of, end of this week, we'll get a, a, the schedule a week in advance. We're still waiting on some topics and stuff from folks, but we'll we'll get you the framework of the schedule. There's a lot That's going it. on, a lot of moving pieces. There is. All right, man. Well, thanks right, for joining stuff. me. Thanks for having me. See you. Bye. Thanks for having you. This is our channel. I know. I feel like I All have right. to beg you to get on these days. <laughs> All right. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye.